My name is Maggie. I am 30 years old. My name is Stan. I am 35 years old. My name is Aaron. I'm 37 years old. My name is Cece. I'm 44 years old. My name is Laura. I'm 37 years old. My name is Shannon. I'm 48 years old. My name is Trish. I'm 49 years old. I'm Ellen. I'm 41 years old. My name is Karen. I am 50 years old. My name is Kathleen. I am 60 years old. I am an adult Irish dancer. You're listening to the Adult Irish Dancers Podcast. Let's get at it. It is another week of the Adult Irish Dancers podcast. My name is Jen Clark. So happy that you're joining me again. Thank you so much for making us a part of your day, your week, and and your Irish dance career in general. I hope everybody had a great week. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, I worked a whole bunch of overnight shifts, six overnight shifts in the last week, and um, I missed dance class, and I'm not proud of it, but you know, um, take a hint from Simone Biles. You have to know when to say when. And I definitely knew yesterday that I was not going to make it to dance class at five thirty. You know, when you're working from midnight to you know eight o'clock in the morning, it's it's just almost impossible to get your act together for the rest of the day. And I was not physically feeling up to it. Mentally, I was not feeling up to it. So um, I bombed out on Dan's class. Again, not proud of it, but it happened. It's okay. Uh, But you know, take care of yourself, self-care. You're not going to be a great dancer if you don't take care of yourself. And I chose self-care this week. I also kind of felt like I was coming down with a cold. And with everything going on with the ongoing pandemic, I figured it's probably not a great idea to go to a dance class when you feel like you're getting sick. So uh, I did not dance this week. Maybe you did. I hope you did. I hope you danced twice as hard just for me. Uh, but I'm so glad to be back here with you. And man, do we have a lot to get to today. We are going to be talking to Jean Weller, who is the creator of FeshFit. I actually met her at Nationals uh, earlier this month. And we did a little video thing, but it just didn't kind of fit anywhere. And I said, why don't you just come on the podcast? Like that would be really, really great. So we're going to talk to Jean coming up in a few minutes. Man, oh man, did I ask the question of the year. Uh, Of course, we always do kind of an online uh, question and answer session here. So what I wanted to talk about this week, and you guys came through, I wasn't sure if this would get a lot of answers and a lot of responses, but it sure did. Um, There's been a lot of positive changes for adult Irish dancers over the last year, which has been amazing. Uh, Over the last five to 10 years, I think. I mean, the entire sport in regards to adult competitors has changed, but that doesn't mean that we can't improve. So I said, going forward, what other changes would you like to see made to accommodate adult Irish dancers? Now, um, I think this is a very fair point to make. And Erin made it on the Facebook page. She said a lot of these changes have to do with CLRG and not with Open Platform and WIDA. And that's a very, very valid point. I, I very much feel like CLRG has been kind of behind the eight ball on incorporating adult Irish dancers into their organization. Um, they've kind of been, you know, just like the last to come through with everything. And even though the competition are growing, I mean, I I definitely felt more welcome as an adult in WIDA than I ever did in CLRG, but now I dance for CLRG, so maybe that will change. But um, let's talk about some of the responses here, and there's a lot of them. There was like over 100, so I promise we won't get to all of them, and I apologize, but I'll put as many as I can up at adultirishdancepodcast.com. Annie says, let the adults choose if they want to wear tights or not. If they do, let them choose the color of the tights they wear. Let them dance modern set or trad set for third round. Empower them to choose. 
Let it be adults under 30, under 40, and 50 and over. It's so unfair to have to dance against 25-year-olds when many of us are over 50. I couldn't agree with that more. Genevieve says, I wish they revised the age groups. I'm in CLRG, still a novice. Sometimes my age category is 13 and over. I'm three times their age. How is that fair? Rachel said, I would love to see age groups under 30, under 40, under 50 with actual levels. It's hard to pay a lot of money for a fesh to compete against dancers who are at higher levels and you know you will not place. Vicky says, keeping the progression of what they already got going and seeing more preliminary comps and turning the champ special to a true open champ round so we can qualify for worlds. Kelsey says, more classes in rec centers, making the price range accessible to everyone. That's a tough one. And that's something that I, I mean, I have taught for Irish dance schools. I've taught for rec centers and, you know, the price is hugely different. And to be honest with you, once I left those rec centers, they never replaced the class. So that's an excellent point that Kelsey makes. Molly says, more video submission, online fesh opportunities. It's been great for those of us with limited free weekends and PTO and who live hours away from a fesh. A number of dancing friends at our school have enjoyed getting the feedback and getting used to setting personal goals and a little friendly competition. Many, many people agreed with her. Ali says, I agree. Carmen says, totally agree. Lisa says, definitely. Adults don't often have the time or money to travel for competitions. I entered all five of the regional ones available and really enjoyed it. Katie, another fan of the age ranges being added. Adults should have the same levels the whole way up to worlds, just like the kids. She said she'd also like to see a requirement for all certified TCs to have to accept adults at their schools. The fact that at one point we created a list of adult-friendly schools implies that some don't take adults or don't take them seriously. I guess I wish we would just be taken seriously by everyone. Oh, I so agree about that. I mean, I... I One of my first interviews here on the podcast was with my very first TCRG, Bridget Jeskulski, who is the owner of Glen Castle Irish Dancers in Milwaukee. And that's where I started dancing. You know why? Because they were the only dance school in the area with an adult class. And that was in like 2001. I mean, that was way before the the avalanche of adult dancers happened and now i mean even looking up adult classes back in my hometown of milwaukee there are there are schools that don't have any adult class options and i think that really sucks because that's you know adults money is money it's green and it's money and it doesn't matter if it's coming from an adult or a parent i don't understand why a dance school wouldn't have at least just one adult class i mean we're talking like one hour a week you know maybe an hour and a half i don't get it i think it's it sucks that, I mean, it, to each his own, you know, a school owner can say, nope, I'm only going to teach kids through age 18 and that's it. But I, I feel like you're really putting yourself at a disadvantage and it doesn't look good. It really doesn't. Kat says, I have so many mixed feelings about the age groups now that I'm 40, but that has more to do with my inability to accept that I'm 40. I definitely don't think I could ever dance at the level that I would have been able to at 15. So adult age groups is ideal. Kathy says more age group splitting would be good along with maybe lowering the number of competitors required to move up. A 60-year-old dancing against a 25-year-old doesn't seem like an even playing field. Crystal has an interesting point. She says, to me, while age groups might sound like a good idea, I think they're going to further water down how many adults dance against one another. Often, it's difficult enough to find enough adults at a fesh to meet the required five dancers to move up. And, and that's a great point. I mean, if we, if I say we, as if we're going to do it, if the organizations add more age groups, that does kind of, you know, elevate the possibility of there not being enough dancers in each age group for anybody to move up, which then means you have to change the amount of dancers in each age group to move up. And it's just, it's, it's a domino effect. So I totally understand the frustration 
Eden says, I hate having to wear tights. Irish dancers have great legs. Why not be able to show them off? Erica says, more supportive voices, like the very lovely women at the Dutch Country Fest who had all of us adults line up at awards so everyone could applaud and acknowledge how hard we all work as adult Irish dancers. We need to change the narrative around adult Irish dancers. If more people were aware of how important If more people were aware of how important and profitable adults are to the sport, we could change the whole second-class citizen vibe adults get. And many of us attract friends to it, bring our kids, keep ourselves healthy and active, contribute to the community. We're only making Irish dance better. Erica, that is such a a lovely way to say it. I mean, we, we are an asset to Irish dance. I mean, like I said, you know, a lot of adults have money to burn. I mean, I wouldn't Irish dance if I didn't have the money to pay for it. So we are profitable. And I don't know. I I, I agree, though. And that's something I want to talk to Jean about today from Feshbit because it was something she brought up during nationals. And I couldn't agree with her more. So we'll talk a little bit more about that coming up later. Laura says, I think the biggest and most significant change for CLRG would be that every Fesh is required to host adult grade levels and an adult three-round championship. If it's CLRG anywhere in the world, it should not be a choice. Whatever they decide to do, it should be the same syllabus in Ireland as it is in the U.S. or Australia. Lots of comments about age brackets, extending age brackets. Um, So I'm going to put up some of these comments at adultirishdancepodcast.com because these are all great points. And I do see the attitude towards adult dancers changing in a very positive way, but it needs to change faster. It should have changed already. I mean, my God, I've been dancing as a quote unquote adult since, you know, I was 18 years old and I don't understand how here I am 20 years later and we're still having the same conversation. Like, why is this a thing? You know, if your school doesn't have any adult Irish dancers, that's totally fine. But to close off a school to adult Irish dancers or to not have an adult class or not accept adults, I think is just really crummy. And it it just, it looks bad. I don't like it. I'm sorry. That's just my opinion. And and I probably will rub some people the wrong way with that. But I think it's, um, I don't know. I think it's very selfish to assume that there are no adults who want to dance and you don't want to give them the chance and you don't want to work with them. And I mean, I would just, I would love to hear what the reasoning is from, you know, a a studio owner, why you wouldn't have an adult class, because I did myself own an Irish dance studio for three years. Um, I had to shut it down because we moved and money was tight. And, and, you know, that's just, that's part of life. But, um, you know, I had an adult class because there were adults interested and it, it wasn't, any harder than the kids class. In fact, I think adult class is going to be a ton of fun, but I I've always been, you know, really rubbed the wrong way by, by dance studio owners who won't even consider offering an adult class. I don't know if it's because they can make more money. They think they can make more money off the kids because they probably will dance longer and their parents will pay for it, but I just, I don't get it. And, um, it's, it's something I would love to see change. I agree with the age brackets. I don't, think it's fair that an adult should be dancing against a 15 year old. I mean, you have like virtually no chance and that's not to say you'll never win, but I mean, come on now, you know, like I'm 38, I can't do what a 15 year old can do. So why am I dancing against them? But that's, you know, these are all changes that we just need to be vocal about and we need to be persistent about and try to make this change in in a positive way here as adult Irish dancers. So those were all excellent, excellent points. Thank you so much for commenting again. uh, You can visit us and check these out adult irishdancepodcast.com coming up next we're talking to jean weller she's the owner of fesh fit i met her at nationals and i'm so excited to have her on the podcast that is coming up next here on the adult irish dancers podcast you're listening to the adult irish dancers podcast 
Welcome back to the Adult Irish Dancers podcast. My name is Jen Clark, and I'm super excited to have Jean Weller on the podcast this week. Jean, how are you? I'm great. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. I'm so excited to have you. I'm glad we finally got you on. Now, as I said previously, I met Jean at Nationals, and she was there with FeshFit. And um, if you haven't seen it already, I did kind of an adult Irish dance uh, video at Nationals, and that's up at adultirishdancepodcast.com. And I took this video of Jean talking about FeshFit, and it just didn't fit in the video I was making. So I said, why don't we just get her on the podcast and she can say all the stuff she said on the video on the podcast <laughs> and, and possibly possibly help some adult Irish dancers. So Jean, um, let's start from the beginning. Tell everybody about um, yourself and your life and how you got involved in Irish dance. Yeah, so I started dancing um, when I was six. I went to an Irish festival. I'm from Columbus, Ohio originally. Um, I actually fell in love with solo dresses and all I wanted was a sparkly dress. Um, <laughs> then started dancing, you know, learned you had to be so get to you know, le- a certain level to get a dress. But, you know, by then I was hooked and I danced um, all the way up through college or all the way up to college. Um, yeah, and I said our dance was my life for a long, long time. I took a break in college, thought I wouldn't really ever be back in the world again because I thought that was, you know, it's all I had ever done. Um, and Irish dancing for adults wasn't as big as it is now. And once I graduated, I you know, started working with dancers. And um, yeah, now I do it full time and absolutely love what I do. So that's, you know, how I yeah how I got involved with Irish dancing originally. So let's talk about something because I, I felt like such a dummy for not realizing this. Um, you are actually currently located in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, correct? Yes. Yeah. Originally from Columbus, Ohio, moved to Milwaukee for a completely different job that I do now. But yeah, I'm still in Milwaukee. So it's funny because uh, Jean and I talked at Nationals and for some reason it never came up. And then um, she and I became friends on Facebook and we realized she was posting about the Milwaukee Bucks and I was posting about the Milwaukee Bucks. And I said, oh my gosh, (laughs) she's in Milwaukee. I'm from Milwaukee. So we we totally connected on that. Um, Are you involved in any of the the Irish dance community in Milwaukee? Because the Irish dance, I try to explain this to people and it's almost impossible to explain how big the Irish dance scene is in Milwaukee. There are like seven schools or something outrageous like that. And some of those schools um, branch off to Chicago and Madison. So are you or have you been involved in the Irish dance scene in Milwaukee at all? Totally. Yeah. Um, So I go to the Milwaukee Irish Dance Academy for I take their adult classes and absolutely love it. If you are an adult dancer, they have a little shout out to Elise because she has such a great job with it. Um, they do online adult classes, which are just fabulous. Um, so involved in that. And then I also um, do, I try to get, I work with all the different schools since I do, um, you know, the cross training side. It's nice because I get to meet all the different schools and, you know, get to learn all about them. Um, but yeah, and I guess that's it. I mean, the reason it took off was because, as I said, when I moved to Milwaukee, I didn't know how big it was, how big Irish dancing was in Milwaukee. In Columbus, it's like, you know, if you say you're an Irish dancer, some people have heard of it, some people haven't. Usually like, oh, is that the thing with, you know, where you wear the wigs and jump around? <laughs> but in Milwaukee, if you say you Irish dance, it's nuts. People go, oh, yeah, like my cousin does that and then my friend's daughters do that and then my they can name like five different irish dancers yeah which is just it's like 
it's just like a normal thing here, which is great. And so, yeah, that's how, you know, I originally got back into dancing was just living in Milwaukee and meeting dancers who needed a trainer. So, yeah, it's, yeah, a, it's, so I am it's involved in the scene. It's <laughs> funny. I mean, you can, and I, I noticed that at nationals too. I mean, I was looking at, you know, the recall lists and on each recall list, there are at least two dancers from Milwaukee that were recalling mm-hmm. at nationals in Phoenix. So that's just, it's really cool. And since I grew up there um, and now that I've moved away, I've lived in three other States. I am floored at how big that community is in Milwaukee because it is not that big elsewhere, which is really cool. Right. So that's, so that's great that you're there. I mean, that's a wonderful place for it, which brings me to FeshFit. So um, tell everybody about FeshFit, what it is and how it came to be. Yeah. So the story behind FeshFit is really funny. And it's kind of like one of those things where the universe just, you know, it just kind of manifests itself. Um, so FeshFit, real quick what FeshFit is, and I'll go into how it you know came to be, was um, FeshFit is a strength conditioning program for Irish dancers. So it started off with in-person training. Um, then is uh, dancers that I worked with in person started doing really well. So at competitions, people would, you know, come up to them and be like, wow, so-and-so is looking so much stronger, or the flexibility has improved, or the posture, you know, whatever has improved. Um, like, what are you doing differently? And then my name would just get passed around. So I'd get emails from people who I never met just asking about how they can get involved in FeshFit. So originally, um, FeshFit started off with, like, the online program started with me just sending, you know, like, PDFs of programs and then some YouTube links along with it. Um, because I honestly had no making this a full-time, like, thing. I didn't know that was even possible. Um, and then... Over years, um, I it just got I've gotten more sophisticated with it, learned more about it. Actually, have you know have more of a business model to it now, and have some organization and some support. Um, so now it's um, an online one-on-one coaching program where I send customized programs for dancers. We check in, take assessments to make sure they're improving, um, and then also I do a membership program where um, they take a test, find out what course is best for them to not only improve their technique but also um, get stronger, get faster, you know, improve their stamina, get more flexible. Um, so yeah, those are, and then I still have my in-person program because I just love, I think there's just something really special about getting to work with dancers in person. And I just always learn so much, um, from the dancers I work with. Um, so that's kind of what I do. The way it came to be or how it all started was, like I said, I grew up dancing, went to college, um, was in school for exercise science, and I just fell in love with um, fitness in general, and just like helping people, and I think it's so cool how you can, like, by helping a person improve their habits and get healthier and, you know, get stronger, it also completely changes their mindset and the way they look at themselves and the way they look at life. And like, I just get so high from that. It's my favorite thing in the world. So I was, you know, working um, just as a trainer in college and I was teaching group fitness. Um, and when I would come home for the summers back to Columbus, I would teach some like, you know, just Irish dance stuff I was learning or um, I would go to, the, sorry, let me back up here. Okay. I would go back to my old Irish dance school and teach. Um, some of the stuff I was learning um, in school. So I would teach, you know, basic strength and conditioning stuff. I look back now and, you know, now I've been doing, you know, working as a trainer for about 10 years. So I look back now and I'm like, oh, geez, that was really like, there's stuff I could have done, you know, way differently. But, you know, 
that's what, what we do. We yeah. learn and we grow. Um, <laughs> so anyways, after I was done with um, college and like dabbling in dancers, I it was working as a trainer in Chicago, moved to Milwaukee to um, run the fitness program at a new drug and alcohol rehab center. Um, so that was really cool. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, and while I was working there, and that's how I, that's how I ended up in Milwaukee was for the job at the drug and alcohol rehab center. So while I was working there, um, I, you know, I didn't know anyone yet. I had weird second shift hours. I worked weekends. So I was like, well, I might as well just pick up a side hustle. Um, you know, because I worked every night and it's hard to try making friends yes. when you work every night in a new city. Yep. So I was like, I might as well just devote my, this year to just working. So I applied for a job on Craigslist. Okay. Just like a, some gym on Craigslist that was hiring trainers, like perfect. So I go, um, apply for this job. I go to the interview. Now there was nothing on my resume that said I had any Irish dance background. <laughs> like all it said was like, you know, the gyms I trained at, you know, testimonials, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, the biggest interview we're talking and, um, like at the end of the interview, the owner of the gym is like, so we have this mom who came in the other day and she, do you like dance experience? She was all over the place and she has these two Irish step dancers <laughs> need a trainer. Like, do you ask me, like, don't you have the Irish dance? Like, do you have any kind of dance background? <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, that's literally, I'm like, that's literally the only thing I've done my entire life. That's so, that <laughs> is like, crazy. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the universe moments yep. where it was like, I had thought about, like in the back of my mind, growing up I'd always say I want to be a dancer and personal I want to be a dance teacher and personal trainer but over the years you know it's that just kind of changed because I was getting burnt out from competition that's a different story but um anyways we but I got into yeah this interview it's like you know I was like oh yeah that's all I know how to do in life and he was like perfect you're hired so (laughs) it started with these two dancers um and then they started referring all their friends and then over in the first year um I had over 70 in-person dancers I was working with wow um and then that became my full-time job and then yeah I just kept growing and growing and growing and then now I'm here that's that's <laughs> incredible really crazy how it all just you know, came to be I was gonna say it's just it really is just kind of the universe aligning for you and and that it's that's so cool and that happens because you realize like you made the right choice because I think that's probably one of the things that adults uh think about multiple times a day is if you're doing the right thing if you made the right choice whether it's with your family or your career and that is that's really really cool I also wanted to make sure people knew that you have a podcast as well for fetch fit um tell us a little bit about the podcast yeah so the podcast is a lot of stuff i can't talk about or that i it's hard to cover in a short little instagram post sure, or yeah. you know a short facebook post um but it's really common questions i get and i also go a lot more into the mindset piece um because as i mentioned earlier like when i one of the reasons I was hesitant to get back in Irish dancing world, um, but, but I call, you know, Irish dancing, Irish dance world, um, is I didn't look at competition the right way. And I based a lot of my, like, happiness and self-worth on how I did in dancing. Yeah. And when I was able to disconnect from that and realize, like, oh, wait, like, I'm a great human, 
who likes to Irish dance and you get really good at Irish dancing, but it doesn't, isn't a direct measurement of my worthiness as a human. Yes. And so in my podcast, I talk a lot about mindset strategies to improve your dancing because we obviously, you know, all want to improve and grow, but also how to frame it, how to, you know, change your mindset or frame competition in the way where it's actually useful for you. And dancing is like a useful thing that helps you grow versus it being, you know, the end all be all, you know, like you must sacrifice your whole life to be the best dancer in the world. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and that's why I felt like your interview this week was so perfectly timed with Simone Biles pulling out of some of the competitions at the Olympics because of Mm -hmm. her mental block right now. And I, I think that's something we don't give enough credit to, and it can completely change the way you do anything, whether you're dancing or doing gymnastics or running or whatever it is. So I I love that you, you talk about, you know, the mental mindset, because that has to be in the right place for you to do well in anything really totally yeah and I think sometimes there's this um incorrect um or like preconceived notion that you if you just like push yourself hard enough and you you know are mean to yourself and it's like no pain no gain and that mentality will like take you really far when usually it's like the opposite effect of being able to look at things more rationally and logically and develop more wisdom about your body versus like no pain, no gain. I'm yes. going to give it my all. Oh my gosh. Um, yes. Yes. Yeah. So I, I literally, I, oh yeah. <laughs> I, I struggled with that yesterday. I mean, I, I've been working nonstop for the last week and yesterday I felt like I was coming down with a very slight cold and I was supposed to have dance last night. And I said, you know, my body is telling me to rest and I have to do it because you just, mm-hmm. you got to listen to yourself. And you know, maybe 10 years ago, I would have still gone to dance class and power through it and ended up more sick the next day but you're right you know you got we have to listen I mean this goes for for kids too who dance but even more Mm -hmm. so for adults we have to listen to our bodies because as much as we want to rely on them there might be days when we can't and we can't we can't afford to push it to the point where we break because once you're an adult and it's a lot harder to get put back together if that makes any sense right (laughs) Yeah, and I think it's so important to look at the long game, too. Yes. Because especially with kids, they look at, and I know adults who do this, too, but, I mean, everyone likes instant gratification. It's easier to look, be more short-sighted and look at, like, you know, we look at the next competition, the next competition, the next yes. competition. And we live, like, fesh by fesh or major by major. When, if you take a step back and look at the long-term, like, effects of what you're doing, it's easier to make smarter decisions. Yes. It's like, yes, may you need to, like, I know for nationals, for you know, a couple of people um, who had to sit out for injuries. It's like, yes, you can, if you sit out for this one competition and let yourself heal, then you'll be able to dance a lot longer, come back stronger in a rocket. Versus if you try to push through an injury, there's usually more, like, more dire consequences yes. to it. And then you end up out for even longer. So I think it's really important to always, like, step back, look at what your long-term goals are, look at, like, what your values are, priorities, are and then you know 
make decisions based off of that. So you have, I, I think this is a great idea too. And I so wish I was there for this because I'm going, I'm going to Oroctus this fall and it's my first one. And I'm terrified. You have an in-person oh, Oroctus. You have an, it's, I, I'm, I'm terrified. Um, you, you have an in-person Oroctus, uh, small group class in person in Milwaukee. Now, if somebody is not in Milwaukee, um, what kind of program would you recommend for them digitally online, uh, to prepare for, because I think Oroctus is the one, the next one everybody's really got their mm-hmm. eye on the prize for. So what kind of program would you suggest with FeshFit for uh, dancers preparing, adult Irish dancers preparing for Oroctus? Yeah, so for adults, um, they can go one of two ways. The first way that tends to be really popular with adults is the one-on-one coaching program. Um, a lot, And some people will start with that and then switch over to the membership program. But the, I find that adults work really well with, really well with one-on-one coaching um, is because they, it's all, like, customized. So we hop on a call. We go over, um, you know, challenges, um, things you do really well, as well as injury history. Um, we talk about, like, muscular imbalances. Basically just – and also what, you know, what's important to you, what – time you can commit um because you know as a kid it's like you have a lot generally speaking you have more time you don't have to be as rigid with priorities or it's not as complicated like especially you know i know some people have risk of one-on-one it's like they have kids you know they have full-time jobs obviously and so um there's a lot more they have to try to balance so they really just shift around their mindset with how much time they can commit so my whole point is one-on-one um, that's everything is customized. They have access to an app where I lay out all their workouts, videos of me showing how to do the workouts. Um, and then there's texting and messaging support with me directly too. So we can make sure they stay um, on track and overcome any obstacles they may be facing. Um, so for example, like let's say, you know, they just are really having a hard time fitting in a full workout. Um, we break down strategies to help overcome that versus just being like, well, too bad for you. Yeah. Try harder. <laughs> that doesn't help anybody. So, um, and that, you know, my philosophy with that is really meeting people where they're at and yes. figuring out what they can do um, to help them improve. Even if it's only a tiny bit to start with, you know, that snowballs and yeah. um, there's a compound effect with that. And over time, they see big results. So that's um, the first one. The second program then is the Inner Circle program. And that one I market a lot more on Instagram just because I have more availability for that. Where one-on-one coaching, I can only take so many people because, you know, it's physically me like sure. talking to them on Zoom. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, the, <laughs> the Inner Circle program, um, that one actually has come a long way. So I'm really excited for the updates I'm doing with that as well. Um, so in that, uh, dancers start off with an assessment. Um, asking about how old they are, how many years they've been training, how many years they've been dancing, and then also what they're working on specifically in their dancing. Um, then with that program, all online, they log in, they get um, an entire program, it's all 12-week programs, based on how long they've been training, their age, and then what they need to work on specifically. In both programs, um, there are, like, the meat of the program is strength um, is like a lot of lower body and core strength work. So that's like the bigger like compound movements, like squats. And we do a lot of weighted mobility work and, you know, a lot of um, core work. And then sprinkled in there is all the technique stuff. Um, and so that way you're getting 
both, you're getting like the best of both worlds. You're getting like all the stuff you need for injury prevention, for building overall power, strength, and becoming more athletic. But then you're also getting pieces and parts that'll help you out improve your technique as well. That's awesome. And I am, I'm so glad I got you on the podcast to talk about this because I, like, I think as adults, we just, um, you know, and you were talking about time too, like time management. That's something I've struggled a lot lately with my new job. And I've tried mm-hmm. to like, I try to dance in my home studio in like a very small way in between when I'm doing work and stuff like that. But you're right. You know, as adults, we have a lot going on. So I love that you cater each program to each person and you're realistic about expectations too. So Tell people uh, where they can find you online, how they can get a hold of you, and where they can check out all of your programs and, and possibly sign up. Yeah, so uh, most of my stuff, I do most of my stuff on Instagram. So it's at RUFeshFit, A-R-E-Y-O-U, FeshFit. Um, and then my website to sign up for everything is www.rufeshfit.com. So A-R-E-Y-O-U, FeshFit. Um and if anyone has any questions, reach out to me on Instagram. I love chatting with everyone on Instagram. I try my absolute hardest to get back to every single message. Even if it takes me a few days, <laughs> I do see it and I do get back. Um, but yeah, that's, and, oh, and then my podcast is called the Best Fit Podcast. And that one can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and then also right on the website. Yeah, I'll make sure I get links up to all of your stuff on our website in case people miss that. But Jean, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I'm so glad we could connect after Nationals because I think we had a great conversation there. And I love what you're doing. And I think I probably need to talk to you about uh, getting ready for Oroctus. So I'll be reaching out to you on a personal level on that um, coming up soon here. But thank you so much for being on the podcast. And thank you for all you do just mentally and physically for uh, Irish dancers and adult Irish dancers as well. Yeah, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. And thanks for keeping driving the um, adult um, Irish dance community forward. I think what you're doing is absolutely amazing, and I'm a huge fan. Oh, you're awesome. Thank you so much, Jean. Have a great day. You too. You're listening to the Adult Irish Dancers Podcast. Welcome back to the Adult Irish Dancers Podcast. My name is Jen Clark, and it was so great to talk to Jean Weller from FeshFit. She was great when I met her at Nationals, and she was even better on the podcast today. So if you want information about FeshFit, it's all up at adultirishdancepodcast.com. That's where you can get a hold of us. We're on Facebook. Um, You can email us if you want to be a guest. If you have somebody that you're like, man, they will be a great guest, let me know, because I'm just like every other adult out there. I am not only an adult Irish dancer, but I am a wife. I'm a mother. I'm a homeowner. I'm an employee. I have a job, actually multiple jobs, which, you know, isn't that pure American? Isn't that what they call it? That's pure America. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I have weeks too, where I am just like bogged down. I don't know who to have on the podcast and I'm just not feeling creative. So if there's somebody you want to be interviewed on the podcast, let me know, reach out adult Irishdancepodcast.com. Thank you so much again for spending part of your week with me and I'll be back to talk to you next week. Have a wonderful weekend, everybody, and keep dancing. My name is Caitlin. I'm 31 years old, and I'm an adult Irish dancer. My name is Chris. I'm 45 years old, and I'm an adult Irish dancer. I'm Erica. I'm 30 years old, and I'm an adult Irish dancer. Hi, my name is Patty. I'm 56 years old, and I'm an adult Irish dancer. My name is Marcel. I am 47 years old, and I'm an adult Irish dancer. My name is Grace. I'm 28 years old, and I'm an adult Irish step dancer. 
Dance. My name is Eva, I'm 38 years old, and I'm an adult Irish dancer. I am Rachel, I'm 35 years old, and I am an adult Irish dancer. Check us out online and connect with us at adultirishdancepodcast.com. 